Welcome to another episode of the Leadership Lay Bear podcast, an audio experience designed to decode leadership and inspire action. Being a forward-thinking leader and game changer, you've tuned in to discover pragmatic tips and hints on leadership from the very best leaders. Each episode is dedicated to sharing pragmatic stories from the field and more importantly, real examples of what successful leaders are actually doing to deliver at pace. With so much to share, let's hand over to your host, Graham Wilson. Have you ever wondered why some people seem to be full of energy? They have that smile on their face, they have that sparkle in their eye, they're always trying out new things, they're going on adventures, they're learning, they're growing, and they're constantly actually achieving amazing things. Well, what they do and what they have in common is what I call an open mind. So yesterday I talked about the 12 positive habits and number one was around the ability for us to keep our minds really open and not attached to our, our previous knowledge and really start to be more curious and more flexible in how we approach life. So today I want to share with you some ideas and thoughts about how you can really keep your mind truly open and start to get that energy, that sparkle, that adventure, that fullness, that, that achievement in your lives. So one thing that psychologists will agree on is that the brain, the human brain, is a truth-seeking mechanism. We have these things called mirror neurons and they're looking for truth. They're looking for positive reinforcement of what we already know. It's a bit like, you know, I don't know if you've ever bought a new car or you know someone who's bought a new car and they're very excited about the car because no one's got a car like theirs until the minute they've bought the car, they go to the garage, they collect it and they're driving it down probably the motorway or the highway for the first time. And the minute you're in the car and now you've paid your money, you've got it, I don't know if you notice this, but you start to see thousands and thousands of cars, probably a slight exaggeration, but a lot of cars, just like the one you just bought, the same color, the same wheels, the same model, the same type. And I find that really, really fascinating isn't it? That, that now you've got this car, the brain now is out there seeking and our reticular activation system is looking for proof that this car is, is a good car and you're looking at it and you're seeing it everywhere. The mad thing is, of course, they were there all the time, but we just didn't see them before because we're not activating these mirror neurons. So this aspect of, of keeping an open mind is, is not an easy task. You know, it, we're going against what our brain is trying to do, which is to prove itself right. And what we need to do really is to be able to slow down and start to think about things in a different way. You know, my eldest daughter is a, an estate agent and she often gets asked you know, when uh, people are moving to a new area, they'll say to her, you know, say to her so Joe, they'll say, uh, what are people like in this area? And, and Joe's answer always is around, so what were people like in your old area? And if they say they're, you know, they're really bad, they're um, really selfish, they're aggressive, and it's one of the reasons why we're moving to a new location, Joe's answer, of course, then is, well, actually, they're the same here. <laughs> you know, someone else might say, they might say, well, actually, they're lovely. Uh, we've got lovely neighbors, lovely people. We just need to move to a new location for a new job. And Joe's reply, of course, in that situation is, well, I think you'll find the people around here are really lovely as well. So it's really interesting is that this concept about how we go life and how we see things and how unconsciously we get all these biases and we get attached to these feelings. And I know there's people out there who are searching the internet and looking for this negativity to be able to prove that it's a negative world and it reinforces, it becomes this self-fulfilling prophecy and eventually they become a really negative person. I remember going on a conference a while ago and one of the, the tutors was talking about these people who are 
you know, mood hoovers or neg ferrets. <laughs> I think, what a great, great label. Not that I like labeling people, but it's so true, isn't it? You know, the people that just like, they just drain your energy and you think, oh my goodness me, you know, can't you see something positive in your life? So keeping an open mind is really important. So I always believe, um, certainly when we brought our children up to help them to remain curious and to challenge and debate and discuss. And I think that's something that we need to do. I think we've come from a, an old world where in the old world, leaders were always right and they told you what to do and they told you how to operate. And we use words like appraisals and they would tell you whether you're right or wrong based on their prejudices and their way of operating. And you got a score based on their thoughts and ideas. And, and we need to change that. So some of the things that I think we can do to keep an open mind is to, first of all, recognize that when your minds are closed, when you're resisting, when you're holding on to your own truth, and not actually starting to understand what other people's truth is and how other people see the world. So using empathy is really important. Asking questions, you know, starting to, to really open your minds to the possibility actually that you might not be right. And, and let's face it, in today's world, it's not possible for us as leaders, is it, to have all the answers. It's just not possible. So we have to start to have open minds. We have to start to let go of the things that perhaps we thought were, were sacred and were the right things to do and, and have this ability to unlearn. And one of the techniques I, I think of, of, being, of keeping an open mind, of course, is to, is to slow down and, and really challenge your thinking and really challenge what you really know and, and start to ask those questions, think about it in a different way, talk to more people, read more, observe more, you know, try, try this over the next you know, few weeks. Why don't you start to uh, slow down a little bit and start to observe things. And you know, certainly when I go for walks in the morning, when I'm you know, down locally, I'll start to look at nature and start to ask questions and I really start to, to really think about things in a different way and try and think about you know, learning as a, an ongoing process. It's a, a key task. And, I remember learning many, many years ago, and I can't remember who told me, but he said this, he said that the minute you stop learning, it's game over. And you see that all the time, don't you? Not just in leaders, but also in organizations. The minute they think they're number one, the minute they stop learning, they think they're the best, they think they know the answers, then something will happen, something will change, and then rapidly, they're suddenly not number one, and they're into free fall. So we've got to keep these agile minds, haven't we? We've got to keep these open minds and, and start to think about things in, in a really different way. One of the stories I learned many years ago that really helped me to keep my mind open was around the story of two monks uh, going on a walk, and they, they come across a, a river. And this river is a fast-flowing river, and it's a uh, looks pretty treacherous to go across. So they're on the bank and they're thinking about how they're going to get across. And as they're talking and debating about the best route and, and the way they're going to get across the river, a beautiful young lady turns up and asks for their help. And the two monks you know, look at each other, there's a younger one and an older one. And uh, they're looking at each other and thinking, well, you know, we promised a vow uh, not to actually be with women. So we've got a bit of an issue here. The eldest, the, the wise, the master uh, monk, is there such a thing as a master monk? I don't know, but uh, the, the elder, the wise monk just came over, put the lady on her shoulders and carried across the river, put her down on the shore and then carried on on his walk. The younger monk was absolutely furious at this point thinking, what? what? How on earth can you do that? We had the sacred vow of, of not being with women and you just picked that woman up and carried across the river. And he joins the, the monk on the other side of the river and carries on their walk. And for the first hour, he's absolutely fuming inside. You can feel the blood boiling and you know, the, the, sort of, uh, the vein on the side of the head starting to come out. And he's really, really annoyed. And he's trying to, to think about, you know, why would this wise monk, you know, my, my master, why would he do that? It's outrageous. And 
carries on for another hour and then another hour and eventually after three hours of fuming and being really annoyed about the fact that you know, his master had, had actually picked up this woman and carried her across and helped her across the, the bank and put her down on shore, he turns around and, and calls the monk out. He said, look, I said, I'm really, really annoyed at the fact that you actually helped that woman. And I can't believe you. Know, we've we've uh, vowed that we shouldn't be with women. And there you are picking this woman up and taking her across the river. Absolutely outrageous. I'm really, really annoyed at the fact that you've done this. And the, the wise monk turns to the younger monk and says, well, you know, I left, I left that lady on the shore three hours ago. You're still carrying her. Why is that? What a, what a great story about that, about how we hold on to things. You know, we hold on to things too long. And I think keeping an open mind is really about how you can actually let go of, of what you believe and, and not being naive in any way, but not believing everything other people say, but to, to really open the mind and start to think about it in different ways and challenge yourself around, you know, are my views right? is what we're doing right you know, listen to that person you know, listen for understanding listen behind the message try to understand what's going on and keep our minds open and particularly in today's environment where the rules are changing so fast you know we need to think about things in a different way we need to innovate we need to be creative and if we do keep an open mind and when we keep an open mind i'm sure your energy will increase uh, the sparkle will re reappear in your eye the smile will be back on your face and you'll achieve even more than you thought was possible. So let's go out there and it's a practice, it's an art form, it's not something you ever stop, it's something you have to do all the time. So let's keep our minds open, let's open up to what's happening around us and let's make some really good decisions based on good thinking and good thoughts. So tomorrow I'll share some ideas about the importance of looking for the good in every situation. Until then, I'll see you. Bye for now. A big thank you for listening to the Leadership Lay Bear podcast with me, Graham Wilson. For more information on our guest leader and to find out how we can support you, check out the links in the description and look out for our next Leadership podcast. Remember, Leadership is all about taking action. Make sure you connect and apply the lessons learned. Have fun and bye for now.